Hey, welcome to the In Between Podcast, a place where I, Ayik, and friends unpack our experiences as Africans in the diaspora, figuring out our faith, love, finances, and everything in between the now and the next. Hello, beautiful people. You okay? You all right? How you doing? You okay? Welcome back to the In Between Podcast. My name is Ayek, your able-bodied, able-minded, able-everything host of this podcast. I know there was a bit of radio silence, and that was due to poor planning. I did not really plan my episodes properly, taking into consideration things that I have to do for school. So that one fell at the wayside, but it worked out because I actually want you to listen to this on Valentine's Day, which is the day you're hopefully going to be listening to this. And after, you know, whenever you do, you can listen to it every day if you want, you know, how are you? How's the week going? How's the day going? Is it going to get spicy tonight? Who's getting their rings tonight? Who's doing Galentine's? Who's doing a little bit of everything? I love, 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 love how, you know, I love how our girls are prioritizing each other. I love how we are prioritizing each other. I've seen so many women, they're like, okay, listen, I'm going to do what I got to do on Valentine's Day with my man, but we're doing Galentine's. The single girls, the non-single girls, single, yeah, single girls, non-single girls, the married girls, they're like, you know what? I'm making my girls a priority. I love that. So many Galentine stuff going on over the weekend, this this past weekend, which I was so happy to see. Um, and it also shows those babes that carry their man on their head, which I'm not judging because I understand why. I get it. I do. You can balance. There's, there's room for a little bit of balance. Just saying, just saying. As you're listening to this, I quote, mark my words in Jesus' name. This is my last Valentine's Day single. Guys, I thought I have for you too. Not that I was really in the streets this past year, to be honest. 2022, I did not date. I mean, I went out to a few, you know, if I was invited out, I went, but I wasn't really like, I didn't see, I didn't see any potential in the people that I went out with after going out with them. But I don't tie for streets. This time next year, I'm somebody's wife, not somebody's wife, not just anybody's wife. The man for me, the man God has for me in Jesus name. I'm I'm going to my husband's house this year. I'm not even playing. So child let me enjoy my last valentine's day single in jesus name period (laughs) Um, yeah today i just want you to get your wine your juice your whatever ready because we're doing like proper gisting today if you are not aware of this information i'm going to share it again i lived in lagos for hey how many years now almost almost five years yeah I was in the scene, you know, when people were just moving back and, you know, listen, I I was, I was a part of that crew. Yeah. And, um, I saw a lot, but you know, (laughs) where do I even start? There's a lot to discuss with this, but one of the things that just came to my mind now is the fact that my perception of dating in Lagos was so different from the reality. You know, I was watching Skinny Girl in Transit, you know, those shows and web series and, and movies. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to have a guy like me day, which I'm like, <clears throat> he had a bad attitude. If you watch Skinny Girl in Transit, then you know he had a bad attitude and he had like some babe drama or whatever. His ex fiance was still coming into the mix. 
So me, I don't know. Well, then that actually sounds typical of Lagos, you know, Lagos love. But um, yeah, I just thought, oh, I'm gonna get off the plane, and my man gonna be right there in business class. You know what I'm saying? I I was very, very idealistic about dating in Lagos, and I still, I, I still. I see why I got those ideas from and I'm like, okay, that's actually still kind of accurate because I know people who have met their husbands, their wives on planes, like flying from Abuja to Lagos, etc. Anyway, that's a story for another day. We're not talking about that here. Let's just sum it up. And I, before I moved to Lagos, I had very idealistic thoughts about finding love in Lagos. But then I got there and I realized, oh my gosh, Lagos culture, Lagos culture is very interesting. The dating culture is even more interesting and it was a lot to unpack. Those first few months were a shock. And funny enough, I had, I moved to, I moved to Lagos in February. So my first, um, I had just started working a job. That's what even made me move from Abuja to Lagos. Yeah, I was working there that day. Yeah. Very fun time, very fun place. I mean, my boss was, ooh, she was interesting. Great businesswoman. Anyway, yeah. So, let's get to it. Let's let's let's. I have a list for you guys because I feel like if I give you this list, this list, this breakdown of people, men, that I've interacted with in this dating scene in Lagos, it would kind of shape your perspective on why dating is the way it is in a place like Lagos. Yeah, so I have to give this first guy a name. Gosh, what do I call him? And what's, you know, as I go through this story, I'm just looking at this, I'm like, all these people have names, biblical names, oh. Their names are from the Bible. Hiya, the opposite, all of them, except for one of them. He was okay. He had his own issues, but he was, he was decent. Um, let's name this one Tunde. Tunde, you know, some may say he's my ex. Some people may say he's my ex. He may even say he's my ex, you know, but looking back, how can that person be my ex? Do you get, okay, we were together for almost two years, but I'm just like, how can you be my ex? Like, do you call that thing we're doing relationship? Even though I found out, oh gosh, I'm just spilling all the tea. I found out that he had, should I say this? I found out that he was actually planning a proposal, but it was like, it didn't come to fruition even after he had told my family about it. So anyway, I, that's what I'm saying. Assimilation, it can't be real. To him and, and, you know, his family and stuff, we were we were in a relationship. But I won't call him my ex. We were, He wasn't a kid. He was like my age, my current age. But I was young, immature. I just didn't want to be alone. You know, I wanted to say I have a boyfriend, you know, a little boy. I would say he was my boy toy that our families got to know each other. But, you know, that's just me. Tunde was a pathological liar. Pathological liar who was really insecure. But, yeah, I, eh, should I say this? I ran into his Twitter. Basically, I went on his Twitter to just to see if he had changed because he had always been like a Twitter warrior, you know, always big on Twitter talking a lot of nothing Ooh, all love to him though all love to him some things i'm gonna say today are gonna creep you out but still all love to him wait i might i might not say one of these things though okay i can't say that i can't say that there was something i was gonna say that was gonna creep you out i can't say it. i can't say it i can't do him all love to him um he's still he's still on twitter saying nothing this man told me when we first met that his sister and dad lived with him i saw his house saw his apartment 
And it was very clear that it was his father's house and he lived with his father and his sister. You know what I'm saying? At the time I met him, he was working at a bank. He was a teller. I mean, contract teller, you know, not like anything serious, but also not something that wasn't super sustainable. I mean, he was just, he was... You know, some people think he was a liar, but he also omitted a lot of things. So I guess when he saw me, like saw my vibe or whatever, he started making stuff up. He's like, oh, I'm an event planner. I plan events every weekend. A whole bunch of people come out, blah, blah, blah. That was a lie. He did not do that. He had the idea. It was in, he had it in, he had it in mind to do it. But he had not started it. And the time I knew him. He did not ever start it, but that's what he told me. (laughs) Um, He came to visit me one time and he ordered an Uber. Do you know that at the junction, he got down from the Uber, took a bike and then took a bus home. Yeah, so it's very much, I got it, but I don't, but I don't have just so superficial and like pretentious. And I'm not trying to be mean in any way with what I'm saying. Again, all love to him, but it was obvious that he wasn't bawling. Like they have a look, they have a certain look. And you know, I'm going to get into that. One time him and I went to a party for one of our, like my pastor friend and people were looking at him like, which should already tell you what, what kind of culture it is in Lagos but they were giving him a look like he was out of place and he was but I didn't really notice it couldn't really tell because in my mind I'm like oh well you know he's working on this working on that he wasn't working on anything guys not motivated which is a separate issue but I'm harping on the fact that like everything was lies 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 how are you gonna get god How are you going to order an Uber? He doesn't know that I know this. If he, I doubt that he still listens to my podcast or listens to my, I doubt that he will listen to my podcast, but how he doesn't know that I know that he got out of the Uber. I was going to shop rights. He was going his own way. He didn't know that I was not too far behind him. I saw him get out of the car. The junction y'all catch that bike y'all and then get on a bus. I ain't say a word. All the best to him. He's a wannabe influencer, (laughs) which the influencer culture is just so fascinating. As someone who's semi in that world, um, he borrows people's computers borrowed. I don't know if, if the, if he does now, but he would like use my computer to take pictures, use my apartment to take pictures And it's like, I don't know what nice way to say this, sir. We can tell that it's not yours. Okay. We can tell there's no, if, if, if you read in between the lines, you know what I'm trying to say? So, yeah, but online he was, um, I don't think, I think it's really all in his head. I used to like read the replies on his tweets and stuff. People weren't really hyping him like that, but I hope he's good. He seems, I hope I, I hope he's doing well. He's still on that appears that he might still be on that bs anyway let's move along to this guy let's call him jimmy jimmy was interesting and jimmy was (laughs) jimmy is the least superficial of all of these guys lied the least and why i say lied the least is my assumption when i meet a man in lagos is that he's a pathological liar that's my first thought process because they lie about everything jimmy was cool um 
he was into fashion, you know, into the scene, very artistic, very, and he also used to model and stuff. He was cool. He was cool, but he had issues with my perceptions of equality. But you know what I found so fascinating was we were equal when it come, came to like splitting of finances. Not that I ever, I didn't get to the point of splitting finances with him, but his thought process was, I want, want a woman that's working and taking care of herself. Ooh, but he got a problem with me because I want rights for women. Yeah, you get that a lot. But he, other than that, he was cool and he's still doing really, really well. Moving up, never, he was like one of the few people who I didn't get the vibe that he was trying to be someone he was not, per se, per se. Um, never lied about what he did. Never lied about the fact that he was hustling and, you know, selling his artwork and getting into design. And that's one thing I do love about Lagos culture in general. Everybody's on the grind doing something, even if it's wickedness. Do you understand? Even if it's wicked things, bad things, they're on their grind doing it, babe. <laughs> One thing about it, Lagos people are going to hustle. And and I, I say this, this is a complete side note, but I say this a lot about New York and Lagos when I compare the two. Everyone's doing the hustle and bustle. Lagos people, on their grind, good or bad, they are on their grind. Shout out to Jimmy. Jimmy's a cool guy. Do I miss him? No. Do I appreciate the role that he played? Yes, I do because, oh gosh, this is not an episode about this. So I don't want to say what I want to say. I'm going to say it, y'all. Should I talk? I'm going to talk. I will talk. Jimmy came around the time I was kind of wrapping up things with Tunde and he played his role. I mean, Tunde found out about Jimmy and which is why I'm I'm insisting that Tunde and I were not in a relationship, but we weren't like, I wasn't like cheating or anything, but you know, I was talking to him and you know, telling him things about my life and stuff and vice versa. Anyway, shout out to you, Jimmy. Cool guy. Cool guy. Only you need to, I hope you revisited your thoughts on equality. Because how you want to keep me in the house but help me, expect me to help you pay the bills? How? Selling feet pics online? Like, sir, be for real. Come on, my guy. Be for real. Now, this guy. Hmm, we shouldn't even like give this one. No. Udeme. <laughs> Udeme. Udeme. What do I say about Udeme? Udeme, um, Udeme was a typical industry, um, film, media industry guy who was, again, a dreamer. He was heavy into dreaming, but very little active activation of the dreams. Let me tell you something about Udeme. Udeme told me that he's a director. Sometimes I'd be texting, texting him like, oh, hey, baby, sorry, I'm on set, which I'm like, at the time, I thought it was so cute. Hey, baby. Again, another guy who thought that we were together. I don't know. Guys, if I tell you that I know what's going on with these people, I don't understand. But yeah, hey, babe, I'm on set. I'm on location, blah, blah, blah. Udeme, let me repeat this. Udeme said that he is a director. We had a photo shoot for one of the projects I was doing. and. I feel like I have so much to share about my experience in Nigeria, but I was running a makeup line like lip gloss, eyeshadows, blushes, all of those things. And um, we had a photo shoot and he's like, oh no, I'll come through and support. Like, you know, I can even do behind the scenes. Hey, hey my God, which behind the scenes did he even bring camera? He did not even bring camera, even his phone. I don't know how else to say this thing. 
His phone, sorry, could not pick up much, okay? Couldn't even pick up the sun if he wanted to. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know. We're on break for the shoot, and he's like, oh, babe, I want to show you my work. I want to show you my most recent project. <laughs> Who remembers the mannequin challenge? That girl is a real... Dude, yes, that. He directed the mannequin challenge at his church. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know I was embarrassed? My friends were models. And I'm like, oh, I want you to meet my little, my little, my little, yeah, my little boy toy, Udeme. I'm like, he's a director. He's this, he's that. This man, he didn't show it to me. You know when, like, you're acting like you're just like, oh, I just want you to see this. But, like, you want everybody in the vicinity to see it. That's how my friends saw the video. They were like, director, kwa. Me too, I was just looking at him like, director, which freaking director? You directed the mannequin challenge at your church and that makes you a director? Okay, dream big. Again, a lot of facades, a lot of stories. I found out that he's a severe mama's boy. His mommy takes care of him. And you know, this is not to any one of us. I mean, our parents help us. Let's be realistic. If your parents have the means, your parents a lot of times, you know, will help you with something. Hey, can 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 I borrow something to the end of the month? You know, that kind of thing. No, this was not that. This was mommy would be sending him money like allowance. He was like 27 at the time. Mommy was sending him allowance, which is like, okay, cool. His mom is rich, but like, Listen, if I'm getting allowance every month, what motivation would I have to really do anything? <laughs> An allowance enough to, you know, live the life that he lived? What if I told you that's what a lot of Lagos big boys are into? Either mommy sending them money or their sugar mommy sending them money or sugar daddy, depending on their vibe. But there are these big boys who will go to coffee shops with laptops and literally not be doing anything. Oh, was that too specific? Sorry if I called out your man. My bad girl. I'm just I'm just trying to I'm trying to provide context. Yeah, that was him. He would go to he would just go to cafes, which was also a thing like I was really I like a good cafe. So I was really like, oh, he likes cafes, blah, blah, blah. He just be on his laptop pretending child. He ain't typing nothing. He ain't doing nothing. He did say he was a web developer as well. The website that he was supposed to build for the company I was working at, he never built it. He never did because he doesn't know what he's doing or didn't. I'm sure he does now. I hope he does now. Udeme, all the best to you. Get into modeling or something. You're such a good looking guy. Maybe you'd be better. Maybe better if we looked at you more than we heard you and heard your stories. I don't know. All the best, babe. Love you with the love of God. Let's talk about this. You know, let me say this. There are two type, two groups of Nigerian men that, I don't know, how do I say this? Two categories of Nigerian men that are problem for me. I mean, all love to Nigerian men, you know, all love to our men, okay? But there are two groups of men that, mm, I have a soft spot for them. It's not soft enough. Like I still will show wickedness if need be. I will still press the head if I have to. But these two groups of men, it's it's like, I don't know. They show me love. Me too. I show them love. I just have a soft spot. I mean, number one will be Igbo. I'm half Igbo. Was raised primarily as an Igbo woman with an Akwaibom name. <laughs> That's my story. I have a soft spot for Igbo men. Do I still, have I shown wickedness in the past to Igbo men? Yeah, but with 
twinge of sweetness because I have that soft spot for them. But the other category will have to be northern men. Northern men. I don't know. Guys, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, I'm at the airport coming from Abuja back to Lagos. I went to support a friend's event. I'm at the airport. Uh I love telling this story because it's just so funny to me how some men can be. This is Ramadan. If you're not familiar with Abuja as a capital, but it's further north, northern Nigeria is primarily Muslim. There's a heavy Hausa, Fulani, Kanuri. Those are the northern, the major northern tribes. There's a heavy influence, and a lot of them are Muslim. It's like they're they're like eight ninety. 85 to 90% Muslim. Anyway, in the Abuja airport, there are places where people can pray. Most of the airports in Nigeria, there are prayer rooms. You either pray, you know, they have, I don't know if they have prayer mats, but you can go and pray or, you know, you pray in the spirit, you know, whatever your prayer preference is. But at that point, they were reconstructing some parts of the airport. So the prayer um, mats were... Yeah, in the terminal, I guess. Yeah, you would call it the terminal. Yeah, they were out. So we could actually see people praying. I'm not familiar with Islam, but from my understanding, it's not like you can, you can, you can see them pray. Like it's not against their religion to see them pray. Anyway, I'm sitting, you know, wearing my little short, short dress that I just ordered. I had ordered for the trip. Child, I'm like, child, let me pop out. I'm like, let me wear this to the airport. I mean, it was the last clean thing that I had. I look up, I see Aminu. I'm going to call him Aminu. I, yes. Whoa, I, I almost <laughs> had to be sure I didn't call him his actual name. I see Aminu. He's sitting on the mat, but I guess he was doing recitations or something. Not, I'm not familiar, but he wasn't reading from anything, but he's doing recitations and he's looking at me. I'm like, sir, are you trying to use me as a point of contact? I don't understand what's going on. Siri, please don't interrupt my talk. Anyway, um, Siri interrupted us. He's saying some like recitations. I thought, I don't, I don't really know. All I know, guys, is that he was looking at me. He was looking at me. Okay. So I'm just like, he looked good. I'm not going to hold you. He looked fine. But if he is Northern Muslim, he looked maybe like 29, 30. Like he's, if he's from the North and he's Muslim, he's definitely married. Like a hundred percent he's married. And this is not, I think I've said this in an episode before. This is not in any way to insult Northerners. That is just their culture. They don't get married late or what we would call late or in their thirties. If they're in their thirties, they're married with children. Okay. If they're like, if they're like 25, they're married with children. Okay. So anyway, I'm looking at him like, yeah, he's definitely married, but he looks really good. Like, he's so fine. But then the other part of me is like, I thought this person's supposed to be praying. He's so not serious. So I'm looking for my peripheral, you know, sitting down. And I'm like, this man is, I'm sure he's going to come and sit across from me. I Well, I thought he was going to sit next to me, but then I'm like, no, I think he will respect himself. So he sits across from me and he's like, hi, my name is Aminu. I think he said he's from Kano, but he works and lives in Lagos and his family lives in Abuja. This is just talking, talking, talking. I'm like, I'm not, who's listening to you? You're just, he was so fine. You know, I like good things. It's my, it's, it's who I am. Well, visibly good things. Anyway, he's like, um, I'm like, oh, your family, like, what do you mean? Like, he's like, oh, like my mom, my dad, this is this. I think when he heard my accent, he thought I was not privy to what the culture is. But I was just, I was smirking because I'm like, guy, I know you're married. 
anyway he's like um i live on the island i would really love to see you i really love for us to talk blah 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 i really love if we could hang out this is this i was like let me give you my email <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know why i did that i think i was just trying to be like careful so i didn't give him my number uh, so we're exchanging emails and I'm like, you know, um, are you married? And he's like, why does it matter whether I'm married or not? The moment I saw you, I knew that it was, was you just some talk, some talk. I think I even still have the, the message guys, give me one minute because we're, we're already here. Let me see if I can get the message. So I'm like, are you married are you married are you married again um it doesn't matter what anyone guys he started dropping lines it doesn't matter what anyone says society standards is this is i say uh, all because i asked this man is he married okay i remember what he said he's like i'm like so i'm like so i'm assuming you're married this is through email he's like yeah i am but you're the one that i love I say what <laughs> Oga, Biko, unlove me. Don't, please, don't love me. Do not love me in Jesus' name. I told him, I'm like, I don't, I don't date married men. I'm not into married men. I'm not attracted to married men. And he's like, oh, you keep bringing up this married men thing. You keep bringing up this married men thing. I'm like, yeah, why not? Like, why not bring it up? Because it's, it's problematic. It's highly problematic, but okay. Uh, and I told him the truth. I'm like, hey, listen, it's not going to work. Um, all the best to you. Take good care of yourself. And he's like, no. I said, okay, well, you might have to be talking to yourself in the messages because I, I'm not I'm not here for you. Um, married men, having girlfriends, very normal, very normal thing. Um, <laughs> a friend of mine matched with her close friend's husband on a dating app. Well, not match, but he liked her profile. And it's like, you know who I am. I'm your wife's best friend. So she tells her friend, she's like, well, she confronted him first. And he's like, there's nothing you can do about it. I'm the one taking care of her, blah, blah, blah. A lot of people have seen married men, married men in Lagos on dating apps. That's that's a, a typical thing. There's nothing abnormal about that. Another funny thing, <laughs> another funny thing I experienced were uber drivers yes yes something about uber drivers and me they just couldn't they i don't know i will get home after an uber i mean there were situations where the uber driver is silent like i just say good morning good morning that's it by the time i get to the office or by the time i get home you're so beautiful your heart is of gold your smile is the sunshine i say what i'll reply who is this this is so so and so your uber driver i said what are you married you, if you're not married, the world is making a mistake. I mean, guys, I've seen it all. But that Uber driver one is normal. Normal thing. That's 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 the, the the um, the norm. I saw this lady on Instagram. She's like, <laughs> she said, she said this Uber driver was like, he's married with kids, and but he goes, how I wish you were smaller. If you were, if you were, if you were not as big, you're exactly my spec. A married man with kids. Okay. I've heard it when asked, are you married? A man says, not really. Okay. 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 
if, if that's if that's how you want to do it then okay you got it you win people do weird stuff in lagos really really weird stuff the first office that i told you guys i was working at in lagos across the street was basically it was a couple they owned the house but they would have orgy sex parties or orgies yeah they were swingers in and out they had i mean during the day i mean they were older so they had you know probably retired or something that was a normal thing um and speaking of swingers i mean lagos is so small that like you there there are quite a few men that are pass arounds quite a few okay pass arounds is a very negative term not pass around like multiple women have dated the same guy the drama that's associated with that and it's not just um it's not just outside of church it's even situations in church i mean there are people who have gotten invited to their boyfriend's wedding they've got invited to their girlfriend's wedding one this one was kind of a big thing at the time this lady um is telling her guy babe like buy this asher b for us this is what you wear please sew the you know sew the dress but like sew the outfit this is this he asked for the address to the wedding. He's like, where are you? He notices that the picture, the pre-wedding picture is for his girlfriend. I don't want to talk too much about weddings in Lagos because I feel like that's that's a whole nother topic on its own. There's a lot that I have to say about that, but it's not it's not atypical for people to find out about their lovers' weddings. Um the people that they're dating their weddings i've heard of cases of people who hey god jesus they're going to their man's family house to cook to clean all of these things our wife our wife their family members and friends know that this son is getting married to someone else they don't care <laughs> so that is why i'm not justifying this but that's why i a lot of people have taken serious matters i mean love potions what we call love potions charm juju witchcraft whatever you want to call it oh that is very common very 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 common i was talking to one of my friends and she tells me that this guy that she was they were sneaky links basically i mean they used to go out in public but they were sneaky links she said she's sleep you know she just for some reason wakes up and she hears someone a woman screaming he's mine she said what she's looking around like what she says it again and she's screaming she's like he's mine instead of her she didn't leave her she said that she was praying because you know it's like this person is being afflicted whatever the case may be that happened i know someone who regularly i'm not talking about once in a while almost every day she was having dreams and in the dreams this woman is like, you can't save him. He's mine. Hmm. That one is deep. It's the guy is the guy that even brought up to her. This is like the friend. This is my friend. The guy brought up to her that one of his exes had asked him to take a blood oath and he had said no. But as we're talking, I'm like, no, I think he may have taken the blood oath. Reason being, why is this woman telling you in your dream constantly that you can't have him, that he's that you can't save him, that he's hers? He definitely did it. Men just, he was like, he was just confessing on his own volition. I don't know what his own was. So, and neither does she. I mean, they broke up, but 
that's very common. I mean, they're also Instagram witches. Let's let's call it what it is. They sell charms online. They pa- they've packaged themselves or like face beat everything. Go to the comments, hundreds of comments. Please, do you have love potion? Do you have this? You have that? The first time I saw one of those Instagram pages was what? Yeah, like 2018, 2019. I was like, is this real? But I was reading the comments. People were like, please, I need my 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 man to leave his wife i need this i need um, my boyfriend to marry me by the end of this year i mean and it's booming now they're well-known ones who package themselves as other things as as herbal remedies but they're really not if you look into the details it's honestly witchcraft but that's a story for another day but people are taking drastic measures people are doing stuff like making people take blood oaths because they're just like what oh my gosh oh my god that reminds me of one of my friends what name do i give her now uh ure so ure was what did she tell me okay she was at a lounge right met up with a bunch of people some of their friends came she's talking to this one guy who's very interested in her and he's like oh my gosh my girlfriend's name is ure too hmm (laughs) He's like, oh, can we exchange numbers, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And she's like, well, you just said you have a girlfriend named Ure, so I mean, you can have my number, but we can't date. So he calls her up a few days later. They're just just gisting, you know, kind of what he, what she, she thought they had established that they're just friends. And he says, oh my gosh, something really weird happened. She's like, what? He goes, my babe who lives in Abuja called me and said, did you meet someone did you meet any woman while you were out recently and he's like he's denying it and she's like no I know that you met someone and and I know that we have the same name (laughs) he it's getting real out here guys it's getting real out here in these streets but don't let it get so real that you take drastic measures to keep a man because girl or to keep anybody anybody that doesn't want to be kept if you like use the whole charm be combining charms cooking it the charm we call it juju but we call it charms jazz like we have so many names for it in nigeria but if you like cook charm my dear whoever doesn't want to be kept they're gonna go for example my friend who who was getting messages in her dreams the guy had moved on clearly to other people but she's like no we have we have unfinished business come back here come back here and um, from what I know about the guy, it's it's actually evidence in his life. From what my friend has told me, he just, he cannot. You know how people say, oh, she, she can't keep a man. He can't. It's hard for him to keep a woman. It's really hard for him to keep a woman because he belongs to somebody already. He's made his choice. And without getting super technical, even if he didn't do the blood oath, I mean, he's not a vagin. He's definitely slept with her. You know what I mean? So... Those are my interesting, I I have so many more, but if I continue, we're going to be here for a long time. Uh, Okay, 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 should I, let me tell one more story. All of these stories I'm telling you, I have the ones about my friends, I've gotten the permission. (laughs) This guy is a big guy on social media, a big guy on social media. Should I say this? No, I can't tell this one. You're going to know who it is. I can't say it. No, this one I won't tell. Just know that a lot of guys who present themselves on social media, like I said earlier, are being taken care of by women. They don't have plans. 
And some of them don't like women at all. They just pretend to because society says that they have to and they marry women that they don't touch. They just had to touch them to convince them enough to marry them. But we'll talk about all of that in another episode. Anyway, I hope this entertained you. I hope this didn't freak you out. I hope that if you live in Lagos that you don't give up on love because God has a wonderful man for you, man or woman for you. And I hope that this is your last Valentine's Day single if that's what you so desire. Um, But if you need more time until you give love another try, I get that too. Thank you so much for listening. This was a longer episode, child. I'm looking at it go from like, I thought I was only talking for 12 minutes, but it's almost at 40 minutes. Anyway, I thank you for listening. I will see you guys on Saturday because we're back to regularly scheduled programming. Bye for now. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Stay well, stay beautiful, stay you in between now and when we meet again. Bye for now.